I can believe that happened. There's nothing at all that you could tell me anymore where I'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe that. Not only like, seriously, yeah. not only is Dennis Rodman the greatest rebounder of all time. <laughs> He's also our greatest peacekeeper. He played basketball? <laughs> He's also the greatest NBA jam character. He's also the greatest... He had colorful hair. Hair dyer. So wait, we're really talking about a, about a basketball player then, right? No. Den- oh. We're talking I, about... I he we're was talking like a ta- about a former WCW host. politician, world Dennis champion. Oh, okay. we're, we're talking about Mortal Kombat. Motor combat, yeah. <laughs> Is that like Mortal Kombat? Cars killing but... each other. <laughs> I cars, think cars I said mortar. Mortar <laughs> combat. Oh, we're no, no. This, each mortal, other this is Mortal Kombat, but like you shoot each Mordor. other with mortars. No, it's Mordor. We're all Mordor. <laughs> Mordor? Mordor? No, Mordor. It's like Mordor, no, but very, it's in the southern part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you Mordors, take up arms, get its name Orcs. <laughs> So everybody's got their their nipples are pointed differently than the <laughs> other nipples. Speaking what? of pointing nipples, welcome to Hardly Awesome Podcast. Uh, this is Chris Chavez. As you heard, Johnny Townsend's joining us this week, along with me, Brandon Fuller, and Anthony Mullen. Uh, we're talking a whole bunch of nonsense because, really, we're in a hizzy. We're in a tizzy. Anthony is very upset that there are specific we can't, games. We cannot calm made. Anthony down. He has been enraged. I feel like I feel like Anthony would have, if you were of the right age at the time, <laughs> when Mortal Kombat first came out and they were ripping heads off, he would have been on that front picket line. <laughs> oh, the, goodness, like, yes. What's that? Goodness, yes. <laughs> he would be all over that fatalities in a video game. Can you oh, believe this? My. His little brother wouldn't be alive today. They would only have the they would only have the Super Nintendo version of those games. Yeah, local that's kid it. rips the head off of his little brother with the spine still dangling off, defying a human anatomy. And no, physics. he would have been he would have been protesting the fact that that game was coming out. He'd have been like, can you believe After it? After he killed him, he'd be like, oh my god, look what this game made me do. <laughs> yeah, gotta blame something. <laughs> I blame the game. Yeah, dude, there's nothing that you can tell me that's gonna enrage me or make me be like, no, I can't believe that. Yes, I can believe it. Yeah, of there's course. a lot of stuff that's coming out, There, people put out that in, in our lives today does will never surprise me. I may not like it, I may not think it's in good taste like Chris is saying, but it, it's not gonna shock me or anything. Right. Yeah, I think it, if anything, you should be more shocked at the fact that nobody is shocked anymore. Yeah, that's, oh. that's a little more unsettling. Um, there you go. Now we're getting deep. Yeah, I mean, we're deep way more starting on when, a positive note here. <laughs> aren't we way more shocked now if like a good thing happens in the world? Usually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sad, dude. It's a sad state of affairs. But you know what's not sad? What? What's that? Uh, Spider Man. Oh, he does I could be what going one of, can. I was gonna say I could go one of two routes here. We can go Spider Verse trailer, or we could go Spider Man video games. Which one do you want to talk about first? I just want to cover the trailer real verse? quick. Talk the trailers. Let's talk the trailer. I'm assuming you guys seen it as well. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. I, I had a couple things about about this, uh, and they're all positive in my opinion. Uh, for the I listeners for at home, it's the it's the. Uh, uh, Came out like six days ago. Spider Man, what is it called? Um, enter the Vi- Spider. Enter the Spider Verse. Spider Man. Yeah. Enter the Spider Verse. Uh, next time, please give me a timeout. <laughs> timeout. Timeout. Freeze frame. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, there we are. Uh, Spider Man. Enter the Spider Verse. Uh, the Miles Morales. It's, uh, it seems like very heavily Miles, heavy Miles Morales presence in this animated film. Uh, yeah. Johnny, time in. Uh, thank you, thank you for timing me back in. I love what out. I saw. Um, yes, go ahead. Before <laughs> you move on, real quick, and time back in. 
yeah, I loved what I saw of the animation style. I really, really dug a lot. I really liked how the how the uh, movie is looking from the trailer. It it kind of looks like its own thing. I don't even know how to describe how the animation looks, but I really, really dig the style of it. Yeah, I think you and I talked about it um, on our other show, History Creeps, same network, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all your <laughs> podcast apps. Uh, we had a conversation about it for Patreon, uh, History Creeps Patreon. Um, <laughs> Did you say History Creeps Patreon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash History Creeps. Um, but we were talking about it. Go listen to that. <laughs> we talked about it on there and i was asking no skin off my back i'm on both shows <laughs> i was asking you so is this is th- this isn't regular and like this isn't traditional animation but there was elements in there then there's also elements of like print comic book print do you yeah. know what i mean then there's elements of almost 3d because the background's all blurry it looks like you should be wearing 3d glasses Right. And and then elements of comp- like computer animation, like the the that CG gra- the CGI. Yeah, it looks like they're combining a lot of different styles to make one sort of style, and I I dig it for one. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally down for the neon. I like, hear Aunt neo Tokyo totally claymation. <laughs> That's oh my god! <laughs> stop stop motion. Wouldn't that be great? Right? Like depending no, on how around. old they are. <laughs> In their animation style. Oh yeah, like it's, she's super older, so it's an older <laughs> style of animation. Copyright. That's my idea. I'm using it for something. Don't steal it. <laughs> if it's an old mouse, it's in like Steamboat Willie style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a good idea for something. Anyway, sorry. No, Spider-Man. Back in, are we timing in? Freeze frame. So, what's the idea here? The idea is that we're introducing <laughs> the Spider Verse and the mm-hmm. multiple multiple ver- universes, yeah. different Earths. I'm uh, assuming it follows. Uh, one or more storylines that have happened. Yeah. Either obviously the Spider Verse storyline, but I'm assuming also with Miles Morales, they're including the whole Spider Men storyline. And I'm going to assume that I'm going to agree with Brendan's assumptions. <laughs> I'm going to agree with Johnny for agreeing with my assumptions because right, you t- should agree with it. Right, time out. Time out. Uh, if Anthony assumes anything, please let me know ahead of time so I'll know if I should assume with his assumptions or not. Time back in. Time out. Uh, Chris, be sure to let me know when Anthony does that so I can let Johnny know that Anthony did it so that when we find out that he agrees with my assumptions, then we can all agree to assume that all the assumptions are agreed upon. Time out. Time out. Time out real quick. What show is this? Uh, this is hardly awesome. Hey, okay, okay, so time welcome back in. to back issues coming. <laughs> time back in. Oh, time out. Anthony, please don't assume anything because I don't want to have to go through any of that. Time back in. Uh, so here we go. The Enter the Spider-Verse. Um, I, I got to like tell spiders. you, one thing I do hope I see is, uh, and I talked about it before in the comics, um, is the scene where we get P- Peter Parker coming face to face with the Gwen Stacy of the yeah. other Earth. Yep. So yeah. I hope we get that because for me that was so impactful in the comics that it would be sweet to see it on screen for sure. Uh, okay. Also, uh, time out. Uh, this is the part where we should get. Anthony. Is this what I'm assuming is going to happen? Hey, you cannot talk. I'm gonna have a timeout right now. Uh, this is the part where I'm assuming that we make Anthony just recreate the entire trailer without going back and looking at it, like just from what he remembers. Oh, you're so right. Mm-hmm. Time in. Go, Anthony. Anthony, uh, what we're gonna need you to do now is. <laughs> Create the trailer, an auditory theater, a theater of the mind for our listeners. Okay. Give them the Johnny, film. You Johnny, ready? your sound effects. I'm music. Uh, okay. Chris, your narrator. All right, ready? Anthony plays the roles. All right, All right let's sound go. Sound effects, music, go. <laughs> doom, doom. 
in a world where spiders and radioactivity go hand in hand. Enter Miles Morales. Dad, I'm going to be late for school. Oh, son, I guess I'm going to drive you. Oh, thanks, Dad. Hey, there's that Spider-Man character. Isn't he cool? No, he's a menace. On what seems to be a normal afternoon, Miles Morales finds himself in quite the predicament. Dad, you gotta go back home. I forgot my homework. I hope he doesn't figure out it's really the spider suit. Until he comes face to face with another Spider-Man. Boom, boom. Hey, you have a Spider-Man suit on also. Yeah, I do. But yours is a different color. From Marvel Studios. Sony Pictures. Did you hear about that Deadpool character? He's probably not going to be in this. Oh. Is there narration here? Spider-Man. Enter the Spider-Verse. Something generic that Gwen Stacy would say... Bum, 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 bum. Coming to a theater near you. Ooh. <laughs> I hate you so much. That was awkward as hell. Because <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to narrate. And I didn't know which way you were going. <laughs> I should have just gone to something completely different and not <laughs> Spider-Man at all and see what he would have done. <laughs> Start doing like an X-Files episode that you can remember. Just that's gonna be that. a that's gonna be a new segment too, where we just create create trailers. I don't yeah. know. I I'd, I'd go see it. I'm would. down. Sounds good to me. Off of that, yeah. I've already went on the StubHub and got my tickets for it. <laughs> I feel like I've seen it. <laughs> I went to a thing that you get theater tickets at to go to this. You went to a theater is what you're saying? Yeah, I went to StubHub to get my tickets. That's Fan- how much I already I watched it. Fandango. I was there. Wrestler. I, that, I like, downloaded, downloaded the torrent. Um, so there we go. That trailer, that, that trailer came out. Um, the other thing that we wanted to talk about before we get into big E3 news, because E3 weekend, uh, it's done now, right? Today was the last day of E3. Today is the last day. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you Google we it, are record, we are recording Tuesday, June 12th and, um, it's been a big E3 weekend, but before we get into that, there was something that broke and we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of last episode, but now that we got Brandon here, we've got Johnny on the line. We want to discuss. I wanted to discuss. <laughs> that's right. Calling us from all the way in North Carolina. We've got Johnny on the line. Say hi, Johnny. Hey, Chris. Hi. What's going on? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I want to know where this is going. Keep going, <laughs> Johnny. Why are you calling in? Because you know, I got so much extra free time in my day. I was doing a lot of drawing yesterday. I'm sorry, but-, but did you say you're having a lot of sex during the day? What did you say? <laughs> hey, hey, Johnny, it sounds like you drink a lot of cough syrup. You know, only the best cough syrup brand cough syrup do I drink. <laughs> but yeah, I was having a lot of extra free time in my day yesterday. and So you know. we're going to our main topic, Johnny, oh, which oh. is the fact that Jared Leto is writing another jo- or producing a Joker film. Your thoughts, Johnny? Jared Leto, like the guy from Maroon 5? <laughs> Goodbye, Johnny. 
<laughs> it's like somebody called in trying to pretend to be Johnny, and then as soon as they got the air, they realized they don't know a thing about Johnny Townsend. Like, shit, uh, he likes, I don't know. <laughs> you can learn a lot about what somebody thinks of you when they mock you. Yeah, that's very true. He sounded uh, like a, a, a very buzzed Keanu Reeves for some is reason. What, is that what you think I sound like, honestly? Do I sound no, like that? Now I gotta go no, back and Johnny, to I, honestly, I didn't try to use you as – the only bit of inspiration I used was that you were an artist that somewhat drew. That's Whoa. all I – That somewhat I drew? I did, <laughs> that somewhat drew? Damn, dude. Johnny, I literally just threw a random voice. <laughs> I didn't even try to pretend to be That's you, though. I'm going to put that on my business card. I stole your name. It was identity theft. Was right, what Chris, it was. I, need you to, I need you to help me with draw. this. I need a business card that says my name and it says artist that somewhat draws. <laughs> Anthony, he's a somewhat drawer. I want to ask you something, Anthony. Please, five. You got five seconds. Compose yourself, please. Compose yourself. Time now. I need your best Johnny Townsend impression for real. I want to know what you think Johnny Townsend sounds like. Or keep in mind, I cannot be offended. It will take a lot to offend me. So go for it. No, no, no. Okay, so I'm gonna legit try. If he doesn't offend him, it's gonna be like a. It's gonna be like a. It's gonna be like yes. a Southern Andrew Dice Clay. I want to hear all three of you do this. This is this is great. So uh, so you just heard my, my my bullshit Johnny. So now I'm gonna try and be like cool Johnny, like regular Johnny. Yeah, is what we're there's saying. different action figure versions of me. I got you. This one you're wearing the uh, jean jacket. All right, I like it. Hey hey Chris, what's going on? <laughs> it's Johnny. You want some badass art? I'll draw it. Why do you sound like the the Make your voice Japanese like voice him. actor, like the, hey, the American on. voice yeah. actor version yeah. of yeah. Johnny that's Townsend? Exactly, that's Johnny Townsend. That's like if I was an anime, yes. and that would be the American yes. version that you would hear. It was an anime Johnny. Yes. Hello there, everyone. I am Johnny Townsend. But that's that's anime Johnny. Look how Johnny, dry my uh, eyes are. Dubbed. That's dubbed anime Johnny. See, now Johnny's going to have to draw the ver- different versions of him that we're doing now. <laughs> I want to see anime Johnny now. Hold on. He just has John Oz in a small mouth. Hey, hey guys, it's me, John. I, I feel bad doing impressions. Why? I'm me, telling you me, to do it. I'm okay It's with me, it. Johnny Townsend, you know. I just got done podcasting like seven other shows, but I'm going to got to draw. Then I'm going to catch a wave right after. <laughs> Johnny, you surf, right? This is surfer anime, Johnny. I live, he, wait, no, I no, live no, no, like, he doesn't surf. He beach board. He, he boogie boards. He's not even surfing. He boogie boards down he's the North Carolina. boards. Okay, I'm just going to – the state of North Carolina does have a beach. I'll give you that. But it also has mountains, which is what I'm closer to. Well, I, I didn't say you're boogie boarding on the beach. Oh, my oh, God. So, boogie board so on a boogie, border, boogie border anime Johnny Townsend boogie boards down mountainsides. <laughs> this is uh, a comic strip I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon, your Johnny impression. You got a, you got a tough one to follow. Oh, I do. Oh, geez. Um, let's see. This is what happens when you want me to improv, guys. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to relate it to our our show and what we're supposed to be doing. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, no, see, I can't do it. I can't. See, it's, not that, it's the, not that fucking easy, is it? I can't do it. I have a voice in my head, and the second my voice goes to do it, That's, it's exactly. like some other random yeah, character pulled out. I know. That's why okay, one of the random tra- characters right, came out, I built with it. So, no, 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 Johnny, oh, not your impression. That's amazing. Correct. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, just repeat this. This is a line I'm well known for. Welcome to Retro Blist. 
Whatever character comes out, like, you just roll with it. No, that's actually perfect. You should say it, Johnny, and then, and listen to him, Anthony, and then try to replicate it right after he does it. So wait, is this yeah. back at me? Do, yeah, do it. Okay. Yeah, you do it. Do it again, nope. Johnny. All right, here we go. Welcome to Retro Blist. Welcome to Retro Blist. I'm your host, Johnny Townsend. You, you got to put a little Southern in it. Not a lot, but a little. I am Southern. Hello, y'all. Welcome to Retro <laughs> <laughs> immediately turned into the, the, the southern My Little Pony character. <laughs> Kayla's gonna kill me because I can't remember. Oh, uh, Applejack. He just turned into like a cartoon caricature. Oh. Alright, same same, pra- same 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 practice with Brandon. You ready? I'm so yeah. sorry. Brandon, you want me to say it again for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll say it each time. Right, here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to Retro Blist. Welcome to Retro Blist. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. That almost <laughs> sounds right? like Trevor trying to do a Johnny impression. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like yeah, it yeah. does. <laughs> it's hard to put a little Southern in it. That's what she said. But because <laughs> <laughs> you because you don't want to be Yosemite Sam or, or Foghorn Leghorn. Like I uh, say, no. Um. Well, unless you're trying to offend him. So I mean, I guess I should have. <laughs> So it makes me wonder well, how Southern do I actually sound? Anthony's got me paranoid. <laughs> no, it's definitely not like not. that. Anthony's got no Southern going on with his impression whatsoever. I go. Southern I love the you. second I said put a little Southern. He went all Southern. <laughs> y'all, like, y'all, chicken. Hey y'all. <laughs> he turns into Kenneth Parcell. Like it was. It was like yeah. he was holding back the floodgates, and I've opened those floodgates for a split second. And all <laughs> that they Southern keep on bias saying, just Levy's gonna break. <laughs> Oh lord, that was awesome! He All just right. breaks into uh, <sighs> like bluegrass Southern music. Saloon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what are we doing this show? Um, so here we go. Uh, we talked Spider Man. So d- yes, we were talking about the fact that Jared Leto uh, wants to produce his own write and produce. Is he writing it too? I'm not sure. No, act um, and produce in it. Joker, a Joker film. Mm-hmm. And he we talked about the- it before, like uh, the fact that. They're already doing a Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, how is this possible? And why is this possible? Are, are, so I want to get your thoughts, Brandon and Johnny, on this. Brandon. Are, are, just one quick question. Are these like solid, definitely going to happen, both of them? Yes. Yes. That's the plan. Yeah. See, I, I think I brought it up before. I think it's a bad idea to take a universe you're trying to build and say maybe there's another one for no reason. Like they Unless haven't there is a built reason. on anything yet, though. I mean, right. they haven't had a Batman movie, and you want to have two movies about Batman's villain. Like, yeah, it, it just seems like they're they're taking a bite from the wrong part of the pie. You know what I mean? Like they should be building up these universes and these characters instead of saying, "Oh, people like Joker. Let's give them two Joker movies. Let's do one based on the movie no one liked, and then you know." I don't know. I have Joaquin Phoenix play a different Joker. Who cares? It doesn't seem like they care. They're just throwing stuff at the wall at this point. I jo- don't know. Johnny, what's your thoughts? Well, bless their hearts. <laughs> um, <laughs> throw a little butter on it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, mean, I guess I'm just going to echo what Brandon just said, really. Uh, but it's... I, I, I like... Phoenix a lot. I think he's a fantastic actor. I like his acting quite a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm very curious to what his Joker would be. I would be really into seeing how he would portray that character. 
So I'm way more curious about seeing that movie than the Leto one, just because I've seen Leto play Joker before. Now, did you see? Uh, well, what they're doing with this is is the the Leto Joker is going to be that Joker, obviously. The he's the DC, DC, yeah, DC, DC universe, DC movie universe. Yes, yeah. but the the Joaquin Phoenix is, is going to be almost that. What they said is going to be this universe where it's almost like an open sandbox for all kinds of creators, actors, and writers to play with all of these other characters and tell all kinds of stories, kind of mm. like an Elseworlds for the film. Um, and it, like we were talking about, it could be confusing. So apparently the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is supposed to be more of like the criminal gangster Joker. Uh, did you ever mm. read, um, is it Azarello's Joker? Yes. Mm. Uh, that Joker, the one where he comes out of jail. And, so basically and, yes. the Heath Ledger continuation story. Yes, yes but, but more about the underworld and mobsters mm. and him taking over basically the underworld of Gotham. Um, and that kind of like dark, gritty, gangster-style film. Maybe a noirish film See, even. I have no problem whatsoever with doing that. Yeah. Once you have it timed right. It seems right. like a very... It, it just seems strange. It would be like... To me, it's the equivalent of, okay, they've established they're going to do a Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're like at, I don't know, Captain America, First Avenger. Next movie coming out are two Red Skull movies. <laughs> you'd, you'd just be like, this doesn't make sense. Aren't yeah. you building up one no, universe? Technically, you would put out two Red Skull movies before the Captain America. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it'd be even weirder. It's it just yeah. it's such strange timing. Unless. I want it. Yeah, I'd totally watch it. I'm down for it. The the actor is right. The fact that they could do whatever they want, it's not tied to the other movies. That's yeah. great. But shouldn't you have an established what the normal timeline is before you say here's another well, one? Well, we don't know when they're going to be releasing these. We just know yeah. that these are development to be to be written, shot, you know, and produced. So we don't even know that they may be coming after everything else is set. Who knows yeah. for sure? But what we do know um, is that one of the next films coming out is The Flash, mm -hmm. uh, and we had this conversation before, so I wanted to bring it up because I don't think I talked to Johnny about it. But what if? Like we saw in Batman vs Superman, that scene where the the dream sequence with the Flash that showed up, mm -hmm. and it's online. Zack Snyder went on to to say and confirm that what was you what you saw there was the Flash using the cosmic treadmill. Mm -hmm. So what if in the movie, the Flash movie that's coming out, we get that we get the cosmic treadmill. We're also introduced not just us comic book fans who'd understand it. But the everyday moviegoer who's kind of into these superhero films, and yeah, they're kind of like into the CW show too, so they want to see the Flash movie. Yeah. What if like that's the whole point? They introduce everyone to the idea of multiple realities, different universes, uh, so much so that we might even see what's his name, Grant Grant Gustafson? Is that his name? Grant Gustin. Uh, on Grant Gustin on this in this movie as a Flash from a different yeah he could multiverse just be speeding through. What if you see them pop up? What if what if they open up a multiverse and you see them jump through Batman uh, Michael Keaton jump through with CG? <laughs> well, that see any more that they opens can, that up. Yeah, they can do all they that. can do whatever they want and I'd play love with if that. They messed with that, yeah. And that's the thing. So if they do that and they introduce the the idea that this is possible, then later on when you put out two different Joker films, the the public right now should already understand what's happening in the DC universe. That also brings up the idea that if they work it that way. They really could be like all this stuff that seems so haphazard. They really could tie it all together mm -hmm. very well with some just really good storytelling. 
um, and just make it look like it was planned ahead of time. And that is this huge masterpiece. And yeah, it, it took six or seven years to, to put this together, but they didn't follow the chrono, you know, the way yeah, Marvel yeah. did it. They did it their way and, and it still blew people stuff, away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's a possibility. I was, I was going to say, as far as the justice league goes, your takeaway is flash is the comedy character. He's still yeah. green as far as what he can do. So, to me, the best bet is to play the comedy aspect of the character, and that's where you go, he's accidentally running through wrong timelines and universes. You could play so much up with it. Like, he pops in at, at any different point in time. He could jump into alternate universes. Yeah. You know, the, the Thomas Wayne Batman. Don't cause around with point, all that. But... Maybe Show he sees, up. and maybe he sees. He he doesn't realize that he's in an alternate dimension or universe, but he sees the injustice Superman. So that's why he thinks he needs to warn Bruce about that because yeah, he, he thinks be, it's real and yeah. it's not even his timeline. You know what I mean? You could play with all that a whole exactly. bunch, and the the backdrop of having a less serious tone, right? More of like a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, the right. entire universe is at stake, but right. he's cracking jokes about it. And then you can tie in the CW universe using Grant Gustin as this this one where at some point in that film gets a hold of him and is like, here, you need to learn how to control this, but these are the things you can do. You can literally go back in time. You know what I mean? Like he yeah, teaches yeah. him these things. And then you've brought in the CW universe into the cinematic universe. Now, every single property there can be used any time in the film. See, I would prefer like um, uh, a cameo from like Grant Gustin or whatever, but... If they were going to do a, a, like the old timer showing on the ropes, I'd do love Jay to Garrick. see Jay, Jay Garrick. There you go. Do that like one. He just is like stuck in the, the sure. 40s or whatever. And he's like, what the hell's going on? And he sees the old school Jay Garrick. And he's like, y- you're still trying to figure this out, huh? Let me yeah, show you. Yeah, that'd be beautiful. You know, it can be done. That's what I'm saying. They can do it can good be. with this. It's just an awkward it way is. to go about it. It's, right. There are only how many movies in compared to. Four. And Marvel hasn't like, even tried to be like. Let's put out another universe version. Like yeah. they stay within their stuff. It's just an odd, odd choice. Johnny, what do you think? I think if you went back and listened to the whole thing y'all just talked about, you'd be tired. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is that a flash right. pun? Hey, wait. That's a whole lot of running, y'all. <laughs> I'm Tucker. I'm just tuckered out. I'm plum tuckered out. <laughs> uh, yeah, like every. I like what y'all are thinking to try to make it all connected. Yeah. However, I, man, I don't want to be negative with any stuff. I want DC <laughs> movies to be good. I really do. Then don't be negative. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Anthony, you're a fantastic, sweet man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, I'm uh, offended by the man part. <laughs> wow. You can I be offended, too. Brandon. Johnny's not allowed to be offended. That's right. I'm a little offended whenever you're exposing that man part. <laughs> now, uh, the one thing... Science teacher told me to take it. <laughs> told you to take it? <laughs> uh, but uh, I think, and this is not breaking new ground, I think DC's issue is they just try to, you know, rush everything yeah, like crazy, and they just try to... And they've already... They're the kind of person who, uh, you know, that you got those, there's different kinds of boxers, right? You have some boxers who will plan out a fight, they'll study their opponent, they'll look at tape, and they'll really prepare for the fight. Then you have other boxers who are like, I'll just use my instinct, and whenever I'm boxing to a corner, I'll just figure myself a way out of it. Yeah. And I kind of think that's how 
Marvel and DC is with their cinematic stuff. Marvel is obviously playing their stuff out well ahead, mm-hmm. uh, and they're really in a corner. But DC just kind of stuffed everything in one box and put themselves in a the corner. And they're like, well, we can we can always just box ourselves out of here because we have Batman, <laughs> we have Superman, and you we know? have a cosmic treadmill. And we have a cosmic treadmill, yeah. So th- it kind of does make me a little tired that they would do that because I love some. I mean, there's a lot of DC characters that I really, really love. I mean, I'm I'm very excited and hopeful to get to see a Nightwing at some point. Oh but yeah, it's it's just I don't know. I just get so tired whenever I hear there's going to be like two Joker movies. Why you don't <laughs> even you don't even have a Batman movie in this universe yet? You don't even know if Ben Affleck's going to stick around for it. Oh, he so is. What, he said he's going yep, to. He said he'll stay. Okay, well, okay, that's news to me. I didn't know. Uh, so uh, my rant's ended right there then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shut me up. <laughs> yeah, so the Batman movie is still being done. Um, but, the, but the one that's not st- – the one that they said is moving forward, the Batman, is the one that's without him. That's going to be in the mm-hmm. alternate universe one that's going to be very more noirish. Whereas and there's no Batman, or do you not know if there's no Batman involved? Is he like a side character in in the the, the standalone Joker thing? Oh, no clue, no clue, no details, yeah, no, nothing okay. at all. He just the fact just that, that he's going to do a film and the that the Joaquin Phoenix film was still on as well. So that's why people started going, wait, what? Well, what's... don't you have to have in those movies like some sort of good guy though? Yeah, I mean, usually, just... yeah. I, I look. Joker is a fascinating bad guy, but there's no way that if I'm a rational, nice person or a human being, just a person right. who's a human being, should I ever be rooting for the Joker? You should never be doing that. And I don't think that's the case. I think, and if they do it smart, like the especially with the Joaquin Phoenix one, is that they could mm-hmm. follow uh, a guy that ends up, you know, he's in this gang, kind of not by necessity. Do you know what I mean? Like he kind of has to and he's protecting family or trying to provide for his family. So and he ends up coming close to the Joker or working within yeah, being the his inner like circle. Right hand guy. Yeah, yeah like that. Realizes like he, there's more to it than just being a normal yes, right hand guy. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how you could tell the story of the Joker and not have to root for the Joker. As a matter of fact, you feel bad for the guy that's doing this because he's trying to take care of his family. He's trying to, you know, and he's he's one of these guys that like there aren't opportunities for him. There's yeah. nothing like, you know, he's already had a stupid criminal record because he was a kid and did stupid things. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's, yeah, it's yeah. just like, this is all he can do. And so you feel for him. He's still the bad guy because <laughs> you can look at films like uh, The Godfather, which is all gangsters and all about like, there's nobody in there that's a good guy. But mm-hmm. you cheer for a lot of those characters. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I was going to say another way you could do the Joker is... Um, kind of like the killing joke half of the book is telling his tragic story up to the point or not half the book but a a good chunk of it so what if you did that where you you half of the movie you see him being the crazy wacky joker with the batman as sort of a pseudo like in the shadows uh protagonist or whatever but most of it is you seeing these slow slower cutaway crawl-ups to his losing his mind and losing his wife and losing his job and losing control of the situation that makes him into the Joker. Like, you could play those scenes out as the long, tense build-up scenes and switch over the craziness of him being the Joker and see how it's not that guy anymore. Like, he's completely disconnected. Something like that. I I like what Chris was saying from this standpoint. I wish I could remember the name of the comic. But it was a spinoff of Star Wars, and it 
was from the standpoint of these two stormtroopers who uh, obviously had become stormtroopers, but they were just like two regular guys. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of fumbling around and they were just witnessing. It, it was a comedy, obviously. <laughs> but uh, like you can do a serious kind of version of that where you're yeah. looking at it from like one of the, you know, one of their henchmen's points of view. Yeah. You know, like why do they got into this? The actually their viewpoint of their boss. Like you can just have like I think I remember in that comic like Darth Vader was just like you know murdering his own people left and right in front of these guys like force choking them and they're just sitting there shaking in their in their yeah in yeah their, so uh, it's like one of those one of those things or like back in the t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when what's his name had all those kids working for him in the sweatshop they just they just did that on um what was it NXT where uh, <laughs> they had Lars Sullivan beating people up in the ring and you see in the background, the uh, TM six one walks oh, yeah. in and they go They're like, Nope, nope turn around, turn and, around and walk away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they could do it right. And like if DC works at, at trying to fill up a lot of this stuff, it, it could make it even better. Um, we saw one real quick before we go into video games, we did see that Jeff John stepped down as the director of, whatever entertainment for dc Not and now lie. he's going back into uh writing and mm-hmm. he right away w- one of the things he's writing is green lantern core for film like he's writing the movie <laughs> well, when i saw the headline it all the headline said was jeff john stepping down and i was like what no i, I got scared Anthony wept he I, I, I clicked i clicked it and anthony I, I, rodmond and as i read the article <laughs> the crying and weeping turned into Tears of Anthony, joy and Anthony CM Punked when he's at trial. <laughs> I was wait, and then you found out he was fine and all was good. Oh no, no! Then I found out what he's doing, and I became fine. It was like tears of joy. I was like, so happy. Okay, he's going to be going back to writing his, a book, and they're giving him his own movie division, and that so, is where he's going to be doing the Green Lantern Corps movie. So to me, it's basically and he's like, basing it off of his Green Lantern Corps run. Yeah, yeah. They're it, like, we're I, fucking exactly. up our movies. Please, please save we us. We fucked is what up they're all saying. of our books. Can you save us? Sure. I he think did. He's, he he got to the point where he's like, I'm do. I can literally do anything I want. And he sat down and said, I want to make the comics I wrote into movies. So fuck it, let's do it. And he came up with this yeah. whole deal because that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna make. He's going to try and make a, at least a trilogy out of some Green Lantern movies, and Anthony's oh, yeah. all for it. Oh, and now Anthony's Ron Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> walking upstairs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> He's, um, because, like, well, firstly, who would the main character be, though? He said it's going to be two of them. Oh, oh it's Simon can, Baz. Firstly, a word. Stuart? I don't. I have a feeling it's gonna be John Stewart and Hal Jordan, Hal or John Stewart, Stewart and yeah. Guy Gardner. They're both gonna be buddy cop trying to train the new set of core. Well, Hal Jordan is. I, off I think you're right. Sight. John Stewart needs something to do since he hasn't been on the Daily Show in a long time. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of so, bored. Yeah, I. Uh, you don't think they'll they'll have Baz and Cruz? Not as for the, the first rookie one. team. Not for that. No. Maybe, maybe maybe they are the rookie team and they're mentioned, and that's how. Or you see them in there, probably. Yeah. Because that's what happened in the comics that they had to go. So back you don't to think Owen they'll do the the blank slate? You fill the shoes of the main character and and learn your way through the core like they do. No, I think it's going to be that you're going to see. You're just going to go straight into the core. You know what Green Guard? You know the Green Lanterns the established are. stuff. They're a superhero. They're in outer space. You already got familiar with them. Some, not everybody. Not everybody knows Green Lantern stuff. I'd prefer Kyle Rayner, especially if yeah, they went if through doing, an entire. If they're doing a duo. Is that it's gonna be? It's gonna be a two. The two leads are gonna be two lanterns. There's two core leads. Core is more than a duo. But no, no, like there's two <laughs> of them. So it's there's the Green Lantern leads. duo. Yes. 
<laughs> Duo lanterns. What if it's what if they they double swerve you and it's uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, two Greeners. <laughs> walking upstairs all day long <laughs> so much green so uh anyway that's news going on uh interesting in the <laughs> comic book, comic I want book. every i want every news report i ever hear to end their so, news segment with that's news so that's news uh in case you didn't know <laughs> what we are ron jeremying about as well ron jeremying do you know how hard that is to say that's that's, that's why i say ron walking Jeremy. upstairs Saying it's the uh, least hard thing about it. John Holmesing. John Holmesing. <laughs> Katie Holmes. Katie. Yeah, same thing. Katie Vicking. <laughs> Pee Wee Hermaning. Vaping. Uh, Pee Weeing. Oh, I like that. That's the best <laughs> that one. Sounds weird. Uh, anyway, all right, guys. So <laughs> E3 uh, mm-hmm. happened. Is finishing up, wrapping up. Uh, and a, news. A lot of craziness. <laughs> games. Uh, announcements, trailers, oh, so much, including Spider Man. Good lord! Well, we knew about them. We got another like ten minute trailer or like game footage from it. The, so, the, mm-hmm. the new trailer for it was way better, in my opinion, because you got to see some oh heck your yeah. foes and stuff. I I loved it. I'm a just a just full disclosure. I'm an Xbox guy. I don't even have a PS4, and that's the first game that I've seen on a PS4 that made me think. I might have to get a PS4 at some point. There you go. Game. Oh, man. There you, you go. And that's why I got Johnny on the show for today because E3 is gaming. Uh, if you listeners don't know, uh, he is on uh, probably the best retro video gaming podcast that's on my network, hosted by uh, <laughs> an amazing, amazing, phenomenal video game player and Johnny Townsend. That's so, right. uh, not I, even offended by that because it's so true. <laughs> I hear he somewhat hosts it. He's uh, <laughs> he somewhat does, that? he somewhat draws. Uh, I'm a somewhat of a game uh, gaming enthusiast. But we, I wanted time. to bring uh, co-host of Retro Bliss Johnny Townsend to the show to help us uh, in navigating all of the craziness that happened in E3. Because two things: number one, you know video games. You don't have to know them all, but you know video games. You know how to enjoy them and you know how to talk about them. And, how and to number turn them on. And number two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You just blow just in them. Trace my fingers slowly just down their spine. Blow them. <laughs> uh, yeah, wipe them with yeah. a moist. I take claw. them to dinner before I do that, Chris. <laughs> uh, and then number two, uh, because I know you are the kind of guy that when you know you're going to be talking about something, you do a lot of research and you usually take notes. And honestly, I didn't take notes on anything, so I was like, "Cool, I'm going to let Johnny run it, and we'll just kind of go along for the ride." <laughs> so, Johnny, take us away. What happened at E3 this year? Okay. <laughs> Everything at once. All right. I'm, I think I'll voices. go. I think I'll go Nintendo first. Do it. Uh, uh, their day was today. Ten, uh, if you don't know anything about E3, it's usually it's split up like each major. You know, you got your Sony. Sony has a press conference. Nintendo has a press conference, and Microsoft with their Xbox has one too. And then you'll have like little ones from different publishers and stuff that I have have them as well. But it's like the San Diego uh, Comic Con of the video game world. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to to explain it. So, um, Mm -hmm. I'll go Nintendo first, and then I'll go uh, PS4. You guys will have to help me with that one. I got a few of those, but cool. And then I'll go Xbox, and then I'll just talk about some that are kind of on on all the systems. Sweet. All right. So, uh, um, and I did not take down every game. There's a you can go to IGN. (laughs) That's a great website to go to. They have a full list of all the games that were uh, talked about at E3 this year. 
Um, cool. So, uh, first of all, for I think the biggest game for Nintendo Switch was, of course, the new Smash Brothers game. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the one that everybody was talking about. The yeah. literally, apparently, literally every character they've ever thought of is going to be in this one. And I think <laughs> that's, that's why it made waves because they said yeah. like sixty plus characters or something. It's almost eighty, I thought. Like, oh my it's, an, it's an obscene amount. It's an obscene amount. And that's that's uh, not including new ones that they haven't shown yet. They they <laughs> they showed one new character. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I don't know how you guys are about Smash Brothers. It's been around since the, the Nintendo sixty four days. So that's, it's been around for a while now. That's the one I played. I had a buddy that had a Nintendo 64, and that's the one I played. I only played it for a little bit. I've like literally played maybe yeah. an hour mm-hmm. of Smash Brothers in my entire life. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It was fun at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And I can see the draw in having all of these characters in there to choose from. And but Can you see the somewhat draw? Somewhat. Uh, can somewhat <laughs> the southern draw? draw? Uh, <laughs> I can see the southern draw. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, it is. I can understand why like fans are going nuts on this because mm-hmm. I think they said it was the biggest crossover in gaming history. All the different characters on that one title. Sense. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Um, I've never been the biggest uh, <laughs> Smash Brothers fan. I have a love hate relationship with that series. <laughs> I've never been good at it, but I love that they're putting all these icons and video games together on one thing like you can literally you can literally since you know we used to have back in my day anthony we used to have the, uh, the, the sega genesis versus why is it gotta Nintendo. be your day because <laughs> you it- weren't alive then uh, it was sega genesis versus nintendo like that was the yep. big video game rivalry yep and you can literally have sonic take on mario that's pretty incredible. I never would have thought that back then that we could have a video game about that now. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the Olympic amazing. Games now that they do? Well, I mean, well, they did that too. Well, well, one of the one of the biggest things now though is is like he was saying, what companies are going to allow their characters in because they've well, they've added Snake from Metal Gear, they've added Ryu from Street yeah, Fighter. You're talking about all different yeah. companies. So Pac- many different even companies are coming in. in. Yeah. I yeah. thought those are all Nintendo branded no. characters though. No. No, no. Capcom? Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, he was So I didn't Sega. know Sonic was in Super Smash Brothers then. Yeah. He's yeah. been in for oh. the last couple ones if I'm That's thinking. They're right. saying it's the biggest crossover ever so in gaming. So it is a legitimate history. Okay, so I thought it was crossover within like the same like no, 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 no. no. This is the, literally not titles. You're talking over. studios, different, okay. different. Yeah, I don't know companies. if uh, Johnny heard the rumor, but one of one of them was that Sub Zero was going to be announced for Smash Brothers because they hadn't seen of the rumor, but one which would mean it'd be the very first official game that Mortal Kombat fought Street Fighter, which would be crazy. <laughs> and it, it hasn't be, happened wild. Yeah. yet. It's possible, though. If you, you can oh, imagine NetherRealm's like, you know what, take Sub-Zero, it'll drive people nuts, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll do nothing yeah. but help us. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like Sub-Zero's that, the, the ambassador for the Mortal Kombat brand. You know well, what I mean? He, He's always the one yeah. that they kind of lend out and are like, Scorpion's yeah, you can a little him. too violent for Smash Brothers. He can't exactly yeah. set people on he fire is, and stab them. Please get over here! <laughs> <laughs> he breathes bubbles instead of flame. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. If they're going to have, if it's going to be a Mortal Kombat character, it would probably be Sub-Zero. He's probably the easiest mm-hmm. one to fit into that universe in a way. Uh, but yeah, uh, Nintendo, mostly for their E3 though, and I'm kind of echoing what uh, Trevor told me and told me and Chris in a text. Uh, they way more focused on their games that are coming out like this year, 
mm-hmm. uh, yeah. instead of uh, games in the future because uh, one of the big surprises, and this is a, a shock to me too, is they didn't at all that I saw. You guys maybe you saw something talk about the next Metroid game, and that's been rumored a long time ago that it's coming out. Yeah, and, and nothing. And no, well, a, one little nod, a little hint to that is the first new character that they've released for the new Smash Brothers, which was Ridley, the giant space alien from yeah. Metroid. Yep. So that might be a little nod. Hey, if we're adding more Metroid characters, maybe it's to lead up to the new Metroid that's coming soon. Oh, could be. Yeah. San- well, be Samus sweet, is I mean, in it too. Yeah. 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 Um, so I mean, obviously, everybody wants you know a new Metroid game. It's been a while since there's been a new one. Uh, mm-hmm. The game that I'm really excited about when it comes to Nintendo Switch, it's coming out very soon. I think this month even is Mario <laughs> Tennis Aces. I don't know if you guys have ever played any Mario Tennis games. Oh yeah, it looks good. But they're crazy mm-hmm. fun. They yeah, really they are. are. Mario Tennis really? and Mario Golf are two sports games that even if you don't like those sports, mm-hmm. I encourage you to try them because you'll have a lot of fun playing those games. Yeah, there's been a yeah. Mario everything though. There's, I think the only sport he hasn't done is is football. There's been Mario baseball, soccer, yeah, tennis. Has, how come he hasn't done football? Isn't that weird? It's probably too violent. I guess football is something else in other countries, so they're like, I don't know. It's probably the <laughs> yeah, violence thing. But you know, which sounds weird considering he like murders turtles by jumping on them yeah. all the time. But I was gonna say he's yeah. literally killing curb stomping yeah. goombas. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else from Nintendo you guys wanted to discuss? Uh, Super I mean, Mario Party. That, that looks fun. Yeah. Party uh, games are always fun, so it's cool fun. that it's coming back. Yeah, that I was, love those games. Those that was my games. my go-to party game if I ever... Yeah. Like, I used to have some of the Mario Party games. It's You could just sit down with anybody yep. and play those games. Exactly. So, yeah. So yeah. that's actually going to yeah. make probably make me get a switch. Are those two those two games, the the Smash Brothers and the there's, Mario Party? There's only one thing that would make me buy a switch, I think, and that's when they oh, come Zelda out the too. the fully 3D Pokemon game. Finally, uh, there's a Pokemon 2D. game coming out. But yeah, yeah. Oh, they're a doing battle game though, and they're doing isn't it? they're doing where you could play Pokemon Go with the Switch, well, and you actually get the ball. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a there's a tie in with it, but yeah. a lot of people are thinking that the new the new Pokemon game would be a fully three D open world Dang. type Pokemon. But you could probably tie in Pokemon Go. Like yeah. you could walk around and catch real Pokemon in real life and transfer them into your game yeah. as you're walking around. That and would use be them. sick. That could be cool. And they I, said something about they said something about being able to battle friends with the mm-hmm. Pokemon that you have captured and trade if you want to. Yeah, I I think that's the only thing that might pull me into buy a Switch ever is if they came out with an amazing fully 3D Pokemon game because I've always even, wanted that. Not even to play the Zelda. I, I don't know. That wasn't enough to get me to buy one yet. So, <laughs> as that much as Zelda I want to. And the new Mario that have come out already for the switch are both incredible games yeah i I would want to get them for those two alone but there's plenty of other games on the switch that i really want to play there's a game called golf story that looks amazing uh the ones that you guys have mentioned i'm really hoping they're going to do a mario golf game uh i love those mario golf games but i'm sure they will oh yeah Uh, i know what i saw come from e3 as far as nintendo is that for you super smash brothers in tv mode the uh, they are going to make it compatible where you can use an old N sixty four controller for it, or no, not N sixty four. Yeah, Super Nintendo sixty four. No, GameCube. GameCube. No GameCube. That's what it is. The GameCube controller is now going to be uh, wait able to no. be used. Super Nintendo Here. GameCube sixty four controller. <laughs> Dreamcast one. We <laughs> we you. <laughs> we all said that. <laughs> all right. So what else is uh, we're moving on from Nintendo? What else happened? 
All right, let's go to let's go ahead and get PS4. Yeah. Um, the biggest one for me, I already kind of mentioned it was there's more of that Spider Man game that they released the actual yeah. gameplay of it. Yeah. I I want to. It really reminds me in a very good way of those Batman games yep. that came out years ago that are very very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for it feels like Spider Man. Obviously, it's a, a little it's a lot brighter of a world as it should be. Yep. And I I for one am very excited about that game quite a lot. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Brandon, you were saying that, that it's very much like Arkham, the to, Arkham line. To me, it's like Arkham City uh, with Spider-Man. I yeah. mean, there's the, mm-hmm. the scripted cinematics mixed in with the fluid combat. Yeah. I mean, you have the Spider-Sense already, which is straight out of the Arkham series mm-hmm. with yeah. the, the fluid combat. But like Johnny was saying, it feels more like a bright, vibrant, to me, like a comic book world. And the fact that they made this a vet Spider-Man, he's not some young rookie kid, it's perfect for the video game world. Quit making us play a story where he learns to be Spider-Man. Just yeah. make a Spider-Man and let him upgrade. Yeah. So it's great because you see there are all the all the villains that you love are already established. You don't have to yep. worry about it. They they throw you right in, and it's it's like Grand Theft Auto if you were Peter Parker. It looks oh. amazing. Yep. That's right. You, that's what we're trying to say is you'll be able to find any prostitute you want as Peter Parker <laughs> and uh, murder any of them. I was uh, when we got gangster. when we got to see the gameplay. Uh, Anthony, what were your thoughts when you actually saw how you can play and fight in this game? It made me feel like um, back when the first Spider no the second Spider Man game the second Spider Man movie game came out yeah. where. It was the PlayStation Two, PlayStation Two, where you were like on the ground and you were legit. You could start shooting web in any direction. You could tie people off and like zip them off of the telephone poles. It made me feel like that with Grand Theft Auto with the fight seat, the fight action. Because in the other games, you could used to be able to dodge bullets and somewhat punches. But this makes me feel like it's Arkham. This looks like you can only dodge somewhat punches, not full punches. (laughs) But this, uh, the the fighting in this is, looks insane yeah. though. The oh, way yeah. the way that you can throw webs out, pull, use use pull, you know, like what is it called? Uh, it's like that slingshot and, style. Yeah, all sorts and, of different combat and like, options. You can use the environment around you yeah. to battle. Like there's one point where he's fighting all of those inmates, and he actually jumps off one of the columns into another inmate in the middle of. Like it all flew, like it all yeah. was very it all fluid, worked like it perfectly. perfectly. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. There's a, some... a part where there's like they're fighting against this this wall in a construction site. So instead of shooting the enemy, he shot the wall and pulled it down and crushed the enemies. Yeah. Like you can you can go on the fly with physics, which is amazing. I it, the thing it that looks great. The thing that got me is watching him swing through the city. Because it looks so realistic, and the speed at which he's swinging and turning corners, like it made your stomach kind of you drop a little. You know that feeling of like when you're dropping from such a high mm-hmm. height. Uh, when you guys play video games, uh, you know where you can do that. You're sat at a very high height, like you know stories up, and then you go over the edge and are literally falling to the ground. Does your stomach kind of jump up mm-hmm. the way it does in in real life? Yeah, you can bit. used to be able to do that in the um in the Last the last one I played that was like movie quality was a third one, where you used to be able to like walk off the cliff and you would just slowly just drop and you would just do that just a solid yes. dive and you're just like I'm gonna pull I'm gonna I'm gonna swing the rep last minute and sometimes you or fucking how about, miss you or how about when you're playing like Grand Theft Auto and you yep. know you don't have anything you know you're gonna hit the ground so you're just like <gasps> uh, 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 you know what I mean right now 
Quicken up. Right now, right now, the game that me and my buddies are playing, me and Trevor and his brother and our other friend, is Sea of Thieves, and it's a pirate game. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like I a very uh, yeah. stylistic pirate game. It's really fun. I I like it a lot. But there's different islands you can go to, and some of the islands have really high rocky parts. Oh in them. yeah, yeah, cliffs. And I and like stuff. to jump off those rocks into the <laughs> ocean, but it gives you like a rush as you're heading right towards the, the yeah. water. And you're about to hit it, so it's. it's it really gave me that feel when I was watching Spider-Man. That's exactly that, that is exactly what I felt as I saw him swinging. Like watching this, I was like, "Holy crap! This thing looks so like realistic. It's making me feel anxious." It's gonna be awesome to be able to play what this would on be PlayStation cool, Four. What would be cool is if there was a way you could somehow like click it into first-person mode while you're swinging. Just <gasps> oh get my that. god. <laughs> Or maybe like a VR compatible version. See, of See, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Maybe it will, but I feel like it, it's actually seeing the character. Fl- you know, yeah. you feel while, com- while you're it feels going like with more the, of a comic book. I don't know. It's uh, it does look phenomenal though. I'll tell you well, that much. That's definitely and the character that's definitely designs a plus. too are are really cool. I like the the high tech suit that he's got for for upgrades. Electro and, looks cool. Yeah, the different version of Electro, Scorpion. Scorpion. I thought Rhino looked awesome. Yeah, Rhino, Rhino looked very cool. He didn't cool. look. It was like he a small guy in a big like metal suit. Like he was a big dude in a big ass. He kind of looked like yeah. uh, Batman versus Superman. The Batman suit, the big yeah. metal suit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I thought all the voice acting that I heard was very good too. Oh well. yeah, it's gonna mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually just going to start going down my list because I got cool. my notes written weird. So I'm just going to jump from system to system here. Um, the first trailer that I watched today was uh was called uh, for a game called Anthem. Did you guys see this one? I did this not. This looks no. kind of cool. I did. See I it. was I'd never heard of this game. Uh, but the gist of it, from what I can tell, based on the trailer, which is how I review anything, if you know me, uh, <laughs> is is that you're like it really gave a Halo vibe to me a little bit because you're in space and you're in spacesuits, but you're on different alien planets. Mm-hmm. But you're fighting like giant monsters and stuff on those planets, and it looked pretty interesting to me. I kind of dug what I was Look, watching. I saw someone describe it, and I think from what it looks like, it's pretty accurate. It's like Destiny for those of you that know Destiny, mixed with jetpacks. Somewhat looks like Destiny. No, it looks like Destiny. Okay, which fits what I see because Destiny, the same company did Destiny, is Bungie, who also did Halo. Yep. Oh, but, uh, it is. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, that's what Johnny said. I See, that's why I have him on the show, dude. I'm telling you, video game <laughs> expert. Then I, then I want to talk about this game because I think I think Brandon wants to talk about it too. I really love what I saw from Fallout 76. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> real that's quick. Gonna be, I feel like it's... that's going to be a big conversation, though. Let's go to a yeah. couple other things before we come to that. Because that's say, okay. We'll go, I want to okay, get we'll come back real in-depth with this. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll come back he to Fallout. He wants to pull a 76 <laughs> on it, if you know what I mean. No, I don't. But here we go. Uh, <laughs> the next game that I that I watched the trailer for was Skull and Bones. It's like a really serious oh, pirates game. That looks cool. I'm, I even watched the gameplay video of it. Pretty intriguing. I oh, don't I didn't get know. to see gameplay. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. there's a gameplay. I didn't, see, video I didn't too. hear about this one. Yeah, in the gameplay trailer, like they're fought, they got to go around this fort, but they got to trick the fort because the fort could take their boat down. So they put up the a wrong flag, you know, for the on their boat. Oh, okay. So Flying they snuck the around colors. and they chased down this other boat, and it just had a full-on firefight going back and forth. See, we were because so, we didn't see the gameplay trailer. We weren't sure if it was just all nautical or if it's, uh, you know, like Assassin's Creed where it's giant open worlds. Like what it, it was at all because it was just a I, cinematic. I'm. I'm. This is. I'm basing all this on Sea of Thieves, so this could be way wrong. But the way Sea of Thieves did it, and it's a much more cartoony universe, mm-hmm. so I probably will prefer it. Just that's just my taste. 
is it's it's an open world, but you have missions and stuff that you can go to, and you just got to get to the different islands and and stuff in the world and get on that island and walk around and find what you got to find that type of deal. And it's it's or, multiplayer too, right? Yes, from okay. what I understand. I don't know about Skull of Bones. I would assume so. It looked like it would be. Okay. So it's yeah. kind of like uh, Fortnite and PUBG. One's just more of a stylized, car- cartoony version like yeah, Sea of that's, Thieves. That's, yeah, that's what I felt when I was watching this. Yeah, uh, The next game the next game that I watched, and this is one for me that's a must-own, is Battlefield Five. Uh, it's kind of a sequel to Battlefield One. I know the numbers don't make sense, but that's just how they did it. It's like Rocky. Battlefield, yes. <laughs> Battlefield One is a game that I still play still playing it came out like two years ago and we still play that game online It's it's the reason i love it so much is it's like a world war one shooter mm. and i love that and battlefield 5 is apparently a world war two shooter and i'm all for it 100 that's what call of duty used to be before it decided it want to be all halo and go to outer space for some stupid reason so wait you're telling me they're gonna make a world war two shooting game yeah. I'm, has that been done before can you believe that can you guys <laughs> believe that for real <laughs> What the heck? Calm down, Chris. Calm down. I, d- I wonder if they'll let you play as the Nazis. <laughs> I don't know. I have to ask. You gonna them. you gonna get to you gonna pick to be Johnny? Or or the the I mean or, Nazi juniors. Are you calling you know, me a Nazi? The French. No, no. Like like Johnny, like the enemy, like Johnny's all around us, not Johnny on the show. Oh. I realized it came like out Charlie it was for Vietnam. Johnny. Wait, oh no! Oh, oh wait! Oh no! No, I meant to say Charlie. Are you, are you want to go around shooting a bunch of somewhat artists? Nope. I mix up my name. I meant to say Charlie, and I said Johnny. I'm sorry. It was somewhat the person we killed in World War II. <laughs> I somewhat shot him. Uh, the next note that I have is uh, Purge movie looks dumb, and I only write that because I had to watch that commercial for uh, 45 times watching these videos today. Uh, Battletoads for the Xbox. I'm very excited about this. I didn't I even love, hear about it. Yep. Yes, this one went under the radar. I don't know why. If you love retro mm. gaming like I do, Battletoads is one of the is a very very fun in the vein of Ninja Turtles going through the streets beating up bad guys type of game. Yeah. But way way tougher. It's a crazy hard <laughs> game. Is it still? But they're bringing super them back. Difficult? It's a brand new game. They said it's going to be hand drawn. <laughs> they didn't show anything from it though. It's going to be hand drawn. Comes out next year, and it's only on the Xbox, per my understanding, as of right now. Xbox and PC. Yeah, they do have that deal with them because I know. Um, I don't know if you ever played or saw Killer Instinct, the new one, the remade version. No, uh, it's no. it's for Xbox only, and one of the DLC characters was Rash the Battletoad. Oh, nice. You could play as oh. Him. That's cool. oh killer yeah, yeah oh killer Reasons. I still remember as a, oh. I still remember as a kid when I was watching that one episode of the Ninja Turtles cartoon that I grew up with, and all of a sudden the Battle Toads appeared on it. My little <laughs> mind exploded. <laughs> See, I uh, it was the greatest crossover ever. I have like wires crossed from as a kid because there were so many anthropomorphic animal cartoons. <laughs> yes. so yeah, I'm even like, sharks, man. I got mixed up with TMNT, Street Sharks, Battletoads, and I don't know if you guys remember Bucky O'Hare. That yes. confused the hell out of me. Because that was there a video was a, game, too. That's very awesome. There's a uh, cartoon duck. Picture Daffy Duck if he was wearing a mechanics outfit and had four arms. About what? And an <laughs> Wait, eye patch. What? Yeah, and an eye patch. That was a character on the show. The, the captain remember, was a green remember, bunny that was basically Star-Lord. 
Also, during this time, there was Biker Mice from Mars. Don't forget them. Oh, that's Biker right. Mice that's from right. Mars. I remember what? Those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of cartoons did you guys have growing up? Better than you. Fantastic ones. Lots of anthropomorphic <laughs> animals doing things. That explains a lot. And they were yeah. from weird places, and it They're was always from different planets. It's it all. It was a turtle's cash in, and you knew it because every single cartoon had four characters, except for <laughs> yeah. Battletoads, only had three. Which and I always turtles. And they were all color coded. Yeah, the turtles cartoon was a phenomenon. Like it was mm-hmm. humongous, so people yeah. were trying to copy it. They were. I remember uh, the next, Street Sharks. Now, go on. Now, did the bo- Battletoads? Did they show gameplay or or, or anything no, for it? No, they just nothing. talked about it. Uh, they just said it's going to be hand drawn art. Cool. And all this kind of stuff, which that caught my attention too. Kind of like the last the the, the Star Wars announcement. They're talk they talked about the next game. They just said, "Hey, by the way, <laughs> no we're working on a Star Wars nothing. game, and yeah. it's called this." Uh, the the next line should be, "We won't do loot boxes." <laughs> um, uh, Gears Five is another game they talked about. I've only played the first three Gears games, and I kind of just. Stop caring about them after that. Yeah, it feels like the same thing after a while. That's uh, how yeah. Halo got me. After so many, you're like, ah. Oh. I played some of, some of one, more of two, but never beyond yeah. that. I was just like, it's kind of generic to me. I don't yeah. know. It never caught my yeah. attention. And then, uh, at, just kind of jumping on that train. Did y'all see this Gears Pop game? <laughs> yes, I did see that. Wait, Funko what? Pops doing their version of for for phone for your uh, yeah yeah for it's mobile mobile game, mobile game. Hmm. Funko Pop Gears of War. Yeah. So is this going to be like the new Lego thing? Everything's bet. turned into Funko Pops. I bet Pops. you that's the next thing. Funko oh, Pop boy. is about to explode in a big bad way. I'm trying to understand how that's going to work. Lego makes sense in a video game realm because Lego, in its essence, is breaking down and creating things. Mm-hmm. Funko Pop is in its essence, and obviously I love Funko Pop. I got almost 100 of those sons of guns, uh, is... Not that at all. It's just a collectible. So but, I don't. But what don't, they'll do, what they'll do with it is they'll they'll create whatever game you want. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it's a Marvel Marvel entity, it'll be the way they had the Marvel Lego, like the Avengers Lego. They'll use Funko Pop, and you just use that. See, the idea behind it is that it's customizable too. Stylized. So like almost like how having your Nintendo Me that mm-hmm. you used to make look however you want, you can do that with the Funko Pops and create. You know, ones that people want to download. Like, see, I would rather they do like a Kingdom Hearts thing where you play as your own created Funko Pop character and you can get like a team behind you of all these different franchises. Like, how awesome would it be if you had, you know, a Ninja Turtle, Jason Voorhees, that'd uh, be sweet, you know, Spider Man, just because they can bring all the franchises together and say it's all Funko Universe. If they could do that, I'd be up for that. There you go. I could see them you. doing that, in but right Legos. now it's it's only a mobile game. It's it's literally right. for your phone. Yeah, correct. So the next game, I didn't hear anybody talking about this game, but I thought it looked very interesting, and I think it's just an Xbox game as well. It's called Tunic. Nope, and it, didn't hear about it really it. reminds me. You're pretty much playing as like a look like some sort of a walking talking fox. But oh. the world that it was in was really reminded me of the old Zelda games. Uh, where you I went around exploring, it's like a three-fourths view, uh, and you're going around exploring the lands and stuff. Uh, it oh. really gave off that vibe to me, so it looked really interesting. Um, then the next one, this is another must-own for me, uh, it's Forza Horizon 4, the Forza Horizon series. If you like racing games at all, in my opinion, are beyond fun, because you can go anywhere in that world uh, with your buddies, and you can just goof off, and it's, it's it's a ton of fun. I like it quite a lot. I've never the, played um, it. 
it's it, well, you guys have played uh, Grand Theft Five, right? The newest, yeah. whatever the yeah. latest Grand yeah. Theft was. You know how you can kind of go around that whole world, but you can also find races and races and yep. stuff that you can go on. Mm-hmm. It's the same deal, but Horizon just did it first, if I'm thinking right. Oh, nice. Kinda, That's pretty yeah. cool. But hmm. it's all Horizon is is just racing. So, um, and then the next game, I really am very excited for Hello Infinite. I mean, Halo Infinite, or Halo Infinite, however you want to say it. Halo <laughs> Infinite. That's the new Adele game, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With the Lionel Richie Lionel Richie. <laughs> oh, you yeah. son of a bitch. You got that already. <laughs> I don't get either of those jokes. Oh, uh, it's amazing. It's all right. We love you anyway. Uh, Halo Infinite. I love the Halo franchise. The stories in those games have always been very, very good. There's one of the latest ones. I actually shed a tear when a moment happened because between two major characters. Wow. Because I've loved Halo since Halo 1. For when my me and my buddies would actually have to, because this is before you could actually just connect online. You had to actually connect your systems. So we would bring yeah, all yeah. our systems over and all these TVs. So in my buddy's basement, there'd be seven or eight TVs. Old school like, land party. Yeah. And like 10 Xboxes yep, going down there. I remember that. And it was a blast to do that stuff. But yeah. Except so the par- fire hazard parent, waiting to happen. Parents are looking at that power bill like, that <laughs> oh, son yeah. of a bitch. I only ever did that once, and it was for, uh, I don't know if you played Command and Conquer. Oh, that's yes. old school. Command yeah. and Conquer Red Alert. Me and yeah. we, we, we had two TVs back to back, so we couldn't see each other. Oh, we just waged war. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to do that because if you like, I've my whole life I've played multiplayer games together with Trevor. Uh huh. We were on the same screen, and he'd uh, always look on my screen all the time. I used to hate that, and I used to like literally think of ways to put up partitions. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that. Yeah, he did it all the time. It still does, by the way. Oh, hear me, what Trevor? a cheater! <laughs> he uh, claims that it's on the same TV. He's not cheating, but I, I don't. It's I, not. I it's it's not his amazing. fault if he can't I'll look. See. I knew Anthony what else, would uh, be on his camp. No, it's. Uh, what, I, else, what else we got? What else happened at E three? I don't remember seeing anything about this game, but I wanted to bring it up. Is the new Red Dead game? I don't know if you guys ever played that. No, I didn't see a thing. Yeah, there was uh, no no announcements. I know there was a new trailer, um, right? But. Yeah, nothing at E3. Which kind of blew me away, because that's a game I'm very much looking forward to, and it's coming out this year, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would have thought they would have had at least a little bit more, but no. But I'm very look- I'm looking forward to that game quite a lot. How yeah. about... Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, how about... Uh, I've been how about- wait- I'm waiting. I'm waiting on this, so I need to get to it now. What about The mm-hmm. Last of Us 2? Oh. Yeah. Did you, yeah. So did you watch the trailer for it? The trailer yeah. gameplay? I didn't watch the gameplay. I've seen the actual trailer for it. Well, there's a trailer that shows gameplay as well. It was that actually in the middle of it. It's like eight minutes long. It surprised That's me. That's not the one I watched. Like, in all honesty, oh. like, watching the gameplay, it looks, it, as much as you want to say, like, Spider-Man was smooth, Yeah, this no. was perfectly smooth. Like, no transitions. Like, you got hit by an enemy, and it knocked you close enough to the car. It showed physics of you hitting the car, the window broke. It, it, it looked like cinematics, but it yeah. wasn't. But it was actually, yeah, exactly. It, it, it was shocking now, almost how how realistic a lot of the the impact to things were. Like she got shot, like and it like grazed the shoulder, but it moved the whole character different, and she immediately turns around to run. Like none of it looked like you could tell when buttons were being pressed. If that makes any sense, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. looked like it was running on its own. It looked yeah. the, impressive. The way it came off to me is that the game evolved as you played it. Like there's no set script. Like there's certain guidelines that had to happen, but I feel like the game's gonna evolve with it. Where 
the in the gameplay trailer they were talking about there's a moment where she gets hit with an arrow and it's in her and i didn't realize she's playing it's not like the arrow hit her and it disappeared the entire time the gameplay is showing she has this mm-hmm. arrow shaft stuck in her when the player got a moment they then took a break pull the arrow out and kept playing right and or else she and wouldn't like, be able to do anything without it and then yeah. brandon and i were talking about how it didn't look like in other video games where they pull it out and it kind of just kind of snaps or it blinks and it's instantaneous it literally was a fluid motion of her yanking it out of her her yeah. shoulder and she as threw, she did she that threw it to the ground it actually hit the ground as like she did that, was grab it wasn't it no, it wasn't oh. until later she grabs one that's being oh, used. But one. when she does it, she pulls it out. You can see whatever her health thing is. There's this kind of like this this quiver, almost like the pain almost <laughs> overwhelms her to the point of passing out just for a split second. That mm-hmm. dude, it was phenomenal, phenomenal. That, that's how far we've gotten in video games now. A lot of your trailers now will just be actual in-game footage because mm-hmm. it, all these games look so good. And because the people who are filming this and playing the game so that you can see it as a trailer, they're the developers. So they already know yeah. what they want you to look at. And that's exactly right. what you see in this trailer is that you see a, a, the story trailer, uh, which is beautiful, looks phenomenal. Uh, so much so, like when you see close-ups of these characters' faces, you can see that they're doing things with their faces. They're so subtle. But it's there. It's mm. insane. The amount of motion capture that was on this video game, it, it looks blows like a face, me away. Like a li- and then, then when you see the actual game footage, it's just like, I mean, I don't even know. Like yeah. now anymore, it's care. It's, it's, it's like for video games, you have to treat it like a movie. You give it a proper trailer. If the trailer works, mm-hmm. that, that can help you sell and move the product. You know what I mean? And then yeah. for it to look as good as it does, the gameplay looks so smooth. There's a scene in there where you're running. Uh, you're going after somebody in front of you. You're running straight at them. And uh, about a couple yards ahead of you on top of this post is this empty glass bottle. Mm-hmm. And as you're running, you have the option to grab it and throw it at the exact same time. Like there's no slowing down. There's no transitional. Nothing. It's yeah, one that fluid movement. Because yeah. any video game you play, you're going to be running forward. If you get too close to the pillar, your character's going to awkwardly stop. You're going to press a button. There's something. They're going to stop for a second to grab it. Or, you know, there's a hiccup in the animation. It looked like... It was plan- It was meant to happen. It looked like there was no no pausing for anything. Like, you just press the button and you did it. And it was fluid. It yep. looked like a real person doing it. It's... A sh- it shocked me at how good this game looks. Yeah. And one of the things I was going to bring up, and I wanted to ask you guys this, uh, because I played the first one uh only up to the mo to, to take you through the intro and start to get you into the story it was on my playstation 3 but i never finished playing it like mm-hmm. i never played it uh but now i want to go back and get the first one and play it do you yeah. think that when you have these kinds of anticipatory games coming out where people are just on the edge and they sell it this great do you is, is there uh, any kind of statistics do you think that you see sharper jumps in the older titles for people oh, that no, are sir. wanting to grab it to see what, what's coming up Oh, oh certainly. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? That's why they released the they released the what was it digitally remastered version for PS4. They yeah. know eventually people are going to want to jump back and get it so that they can replay it before the second. And one. then this the this I trailer mean, I just make, makes you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure cow. if you had PlayStation Plus, I think this was a game of the month, so I think I may have grabbed it. I, I, I heard I it's did. it's heavy story driven. It's like an interactive movie almost. Yeah. And it's one of those very brutal, very dark, apocalyptic kind of stories. And in this trailer, you see they up the violence. Yeah, it's crazy. Real, real, 
bullet physics. Like you yeah. shoot someone in the head and like blood comes out and they drop to the ground and it's very realistic in a almost a sickening way, but it it puts you right in that feeling of of being in a world where you're actually killing real people. Like yeah. they aren't nameless people either. They have names. They call yeah. out to each other. They get mad that someone got killed. Like yeah. you feel like it's you're crazy fighting good, other dude. people. It's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome, and it's definitely something that I'm saving up money for. It's that that one and the Spider Man are two for sure games I'm saving up money for. Uh, before, so uh, is there anything else we want to touch on before we get into the big one? Uh, well, there was also Johnny had for. Well, Johnny, you go ahead. Yeah, you you've got the for, list. Yeah. Uh, which one are you setting me up for? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was just saying because you also had uh, for Xbox too, right? Oh, yeah. I've already kind of talked about those. Um, the other thing I was going to say real quick is Xbox has this, I forgot what they're calling it, but it's a thing where you pay like 10 bucks a month and there's so many games that you can just download as long as you're paying that 10 bucks a month and you can just play them. Yeah, um, almost like a Netflix style. Yes, very oh. much so. And all their uh, exclusive from what I understand, all their exclusive games, like I tell them playing Sea of Thieves right now is through that pass because it's an exclusive Xbox game, but apparently they're doing the same thing with uh, like the new Gears, which I don't really care about, but Forza Horizon and Halo and all those are going to be done the same way. Oh, man. So I, to me, that's a game changer if you ask me. It kind of almost seems like they're making sure anyone who has an Xbox, that's their way of keeping them. You don't want to get out of it because box. we have you. Yeah. Because I mean, like, yeah. I know I don't have anything against Xbox. I had 360, but I switched over to PlayStation just because of the selection of games. It just happened to have the games I wanted against the the what Xbox had. It's not a like a personal like, yeah. vendetta or anything, but I can see how someone who got Xbox and is seeing all these new games coming out for the other systems might go, "Oh, maybe I want to get a new system." And then they see this Oh, they got a pass system. I can <laughs> yeah. play all the games I even missed, you know? It seems very yeah. smart. It's smart to do while well, I'm pretty sure PlayStation with their one of their latest updates to their monthly subscription service, they took off a, they took off all their other backward compatible games, if mm. I'm not mistaken. So yeah. one yeah. system was like, you know what? All those other games you want to play, here we are. Yeah, and the other system's like, oh well, we're just gonna scrap them. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been very much an Xbox guy for since Xbox One. I have nothing against PlayStation. I had a PS One, and I love that thing, but uh, I never went past that. I got a PS Two now. I got one like a year ago. That's how on top of things I am with the PlayStation. Nice. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, just I was really happy this E Three before we talk about this big game that there was only really one game for another system that I even want to play, and that's Spider Man. That's the only one that I'm jealous of personally that, that <laughs> PlayStation's getting because mm. I still get Halo and I still get Forza Horizon and I'm still going to get to play Red Dead, the new Red Dead, and I'm still going to play a Fallout '76 and so Kingdom I'm, Hearts. That's one thing yeah, big, and, yeah, and, and Battletoads, which is big for me. So uh, I'm fairly happy with this E3. I thought it was pretty good for all of the systems. Honestly, usually you have yeah. a clear winner. Uh, I don't. I think I don't think I would give Nintendo the win. Just because they didn't really... I'll tell you who the winner is. Us. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Gamers. For real. Gamers are the winner. That's the truth. I see it it online, and I see all the fighting about PlayStation 1 or Xbox 1 or Nintendo. Nobody really talks about Nintendo. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just kidding. But that's the thing you're always seeing. Oh, that's (laughs) trash. This is trash. (laughs) This is trash. This is trash. No, no, no. This so-and-so. 
who won was us, man, because yeah. we have all these options. And if you really, you know what? Save up some money. Go buy a PlayStation 4. Now you can play the other one, too. You know what I mean? Then save up some more money. Buy this, and you can play that. So I don't understand the whole gang mentality. Nonsense. It's the same way with it comics. It's like you can read both. You can play yeah. both yeah. systems. Yep. Like I don't know what you're there's fighting over. There's good stuff on all the things. Exactly. Yeah. But there's one, yeah. one thing that happened that is basically the world to Brandon <laughs> because honestly if nothing He's else was announced right none of ways. it if yeah. none of it was announced not one thing if this was the only thing announced for this year you're good you're yeah, like absolutely. fuck yeah that's enough that's all i need mm-hmm. what's up and i, I, I want to ask this Brandon because <laughs> i have zero and i do mean zero uh experience with any of the fallout series i've obviously heard oh, about okay. them yeah. i've just never played same them. here uh, this Fallout 76, however, this trailer, and I saw a little bit of the gameplay, really kind of made me think, I might have to jump into this. <laughs> and here's why. There's a game that came out years ago. There's a series of games called Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love them. I absolutely love that series. It's one of my all-time favorite trilogies and video games. I can't think of one I like better than it. Uh-huh. Especially Bioshock 1, which is one where you're under the water. And then there was one that came out called Bioshock Infinite, where you're up in the sky, mm-hmm. but it's but like it's like a world in which it's like nineteen, uh, it's like old nineteen fifties or nineteen thirties kind of era, yeah. type stuff. Going Definitely on. not forties, but one of those. Yeah, yeah, not the forties. I mean, I'm throwing out the forties. Steampunkish. So it had it had its own vibe to it. Like it's mm-hmm. it definitely had an era to it. All the music and all that, everything fit it. Yep. When I was watching this trailer for Fallout 76, I got those same vibes from it. And that's a very good thing, in my opinion. Uh, like, it's obviously going for a, a certain feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely got... I, I mean, just watching that trailer, I was like, I have to try this game. So I won't, So you don't have to sell me on it, but I do want to hear you tell me, like, what, <laughs> do I need to go back and play the other Fallout games? I don't know anything about Fallout whatsoever. I don't even really know what kind of um, story goes on in these Honestly, if you wanted, you could try, as, as goofy as it sounds, YouTube. If you look on YouTube, they have a history of the Fallout universe where they basically run you through a chronological timeline. But a very shortened version is, in the Fallout universe, around the 1950s, uh, their timeline diverges from ours by because they basically freezes. Everyone keeps the same style, the vintage 50s style. But technology continues. They use nuclear power for everything. They even everything's powered by nuclear uh, reactors in the cars and in robots and like their kitchen is like nuclear powered. Everything is run by nuclear fission that they figured out and all that. But it's like the years 2070, 2067, I believe, is when the war happens. So basically, everybody in the world drops their nukes on everyone else. So it's. In the far, far future, with the far, far past stylizing and a good dose of humor that runs straight through it all. Because you get some crazy storylines like you you get a radio distress signal from what appears to be a super villain who is attacking the Commonwealth wasteland with robots. (laughs) Like crazy stuff happens. And it's all done in that 50s retro kind of style. Um, But this new one. I'd honestly say if you wanted to jump into the games, you might want to jump into four just to get the feel of of this because they're building with the same engine. Okay. Um, but this one is set as basically a prequel. You are you're coming out of the vault earlier 
than any other character has. These big underground vaults to save people from the bombs dropping. So this one, you're coming out of one of the very first ones that's opened to resettle the hills of West Virginia. And it's apparently four times bigger than Fallout 4. Y'all are crazy. Size-wise. <laughs> but the, Bless their hearts. Uh, basically, Fallout is Skyrim yeah. in a different setting. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's the exact same controls. Same studio. Same studio made Oh, same it. controls, everything, nice. I Everything's mean, yeah. all basically, I mean, if you played Skyrim, yeah. you played Fallout 3 with magic instead of guns. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's obviously very different characters and all Country that. But roads, <laughs> take me home this, to a place. <laughs> this one is different because it's the first time that it isn't a one-player RPG. You, you just jump into this one character and play. Because now they've got it so that you can go outside your vault and every single NPC character you run into, like some guy running a marketplace, some yeah. guy has his encampment down the road and he kills anyone that comes near. This one is now all of those people are real people. There's no vendor that you go to. You have to find someone who sells what you need, who is an actual player. Like and an online, online player. So it's all online. So yeah. are people so, going to be paid by... No, no, no. It's other players. You you jump into a server, basically. And other people are dropped into, or they come out of your vault, and you're going to be role-playing. You can follow the story points and level up. You decide up. what you want, yeah. But the new, the coolest new system mechanic, I don't know if you saw the, the settlement trailer that they had, uh, mobile settlement stations. So you can go anywhere in the entire map. Say you wander out into the middle of the forest, you like this tree. You could set this down and start building an entire settlement. From the ground up, concrete, nice. turrets, uh, farming. And then when you're done playing, it like plucks it out of the world so no one destroys it. And then you go about your day. And then when you want to play again, you hop back on your settlement and all your friends are alerted. Like that's the new thing is that huh. you're still playing the old Fallout game, except now all those people are real people. Now, are they going to offer... Uh non-online gaming like a, a storyline game that's what they said is you could hop in with no friends and and just jump in and play the game on your own but you but you have to be online i'm not sure about that See, that's i, I my don't know thing. if is they there specifically those, is there a story that's how i want to know if there's a story to follow they said it's just like every other fallout in that there is a a, a main story you go through so then there has to be npcs it's just like uh, Skyrim or Fallout 4 or any of those games. It's just now this new thing. They offer, they offer the online world now as you well. You don't have to do the online stuff if that's you don't want to. That's pretty sweet, dude. But, like, that sounds like the perfect thing for us to do because now we could all go onto the our own vault. We could come out of the same vault and yeah. survive together. We could build our own bases. One of us sells things. The other one Yeah, can we could come up with our own idea. Protection. Awesome. We could walk around and just be entertainers for people and just be like, we'll do Podcasters. whatever you want. <laughs> you know? We'll do a podcast in that show. Live. That and, and Dude, that'd be awesome. We want to, we'll be the first Fallout 76 podcasters. There's, they show there's a there's a new podcast where 76. you can like play uh, instruments and do all sorts of stuff. Like to to me, like the coolest thing about the trailer that I saw was you actually saw a band of three people, and that's where I came up with this this idea. Like I could see like me, Anthony, and Chris are hop online. 
and they have these gigantic bats, like giant mutant bats flying in the air, and they drop down and they attack you, and like you need more than one person to take these monsters down. Like they showed them working together to kill the creature, and when it hits the ground, they all take took like selfie photos with it as a group. You know, that's pretty cool. That would be really fun for us. the The ability to not only play a full-fledged story mode and, and do everything that you can in a Fallout game, but now the ability to get your friends in to help you build a base and take down big, giant creatures and uh, explore irradiated ruins that you probably couldn't survive on your own. You know, all this crazy stuff is now, like, all the things that you kind of wanted to see in the other Fallout games, they just keep making it happen. It's like, you can build anything anywhere now. Go ahead, sure. <laughs> oh, you want to go with your friends and hunt down a giant uh, monster uh, ground sloth? That was a that was a cool new enemy that they had, or giant sloths with like mushrooms growing on their back, trying to stab you. And... So now we live in a world where we have AMC's The Walking Dead, right? <laughs> How long before in the Fallout seventy six world this happens? Factions start to actually band together and create little communities that they just fight people off, or they go in and well, raid, in, uh, kill, and it, like the other Fallout games, there are there's groups of raiders. You'll come yeah. across raider camps or like gunners. Real people doing that in the online that's, world. That's the whole point of this is now that there aren't raiders in the world because Everyone all the other people the are people. So if you're like, hey, let's start a raider party. That's your, <laughs> you and your friends can play as raiders you know with be. a mobile encampment that goes through and tries to just take out each camp as they go along. You play it the Oakland, way you want to play. If you can, if you can gain like <laughs> wealth doing that, like if you raid somebody, destroy them, you'd get all their gear, you get their money. Yeah. It's a, I, I mean, it says if you want to do PvP, this is like, horrible. You can, but this you don't sounds have to. like this sounds like Sea of Thieves, except for it's not <laughs> on the ocean. Because I'm seeing Thieves. <laughs> You can do all this stuff that Chris is saying. I mean, that Brendan's saying. Uh, like, for example, last night I played it last night with my friends, <laughs> and uh, we went on some missions. We found some buried treasure, mm -hmm. and we brought it back, and we made money from it. But then, while we were there, we saw another ship that was real people uh, land at <laughs> the place we were at, and they were going to go turn all their stuff in. So while they were swimming ashore, we just murdered them <laughs> and took all their stuff, and we sold it for ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's amazing. Which, that's, by the way, that's if a that, pirate. By the way, if that happened to me, I'd be all right. But since <laughs> I did it, it's okay. So here's the sad thing, though, because it's it's an online thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, when the three of us go online, we're not on the same servers as Johnny because he's on Xbox, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, it, it doesn't have the crossover stuff. I'm assuming that it'd be as easy as we tell each other like codes and yeah. we would go into the same server, but. Yeah, it wouldn't be cross-compatible. That sucks. Johnny, Johnny, you're going to have to get a PlayStation now. No, nah, I'm sorry. See, the Chris Spider I don't want to. Spider-Man said just, so. They're just expensive. Spider-Man. I can picture us like creating our own little kind of faction within Fallout 76. Let's and, do it. And then coming up, we could be like... The uh, BICBP. Hardly <laughs> Raiders or something like that. You know oh. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hardly survivors. Johnny, all you got to do is just sort of do some art. Uh, <laughs> and you should be able to you should be able to raise up sort of raise up some funds for a for a new PlayStation 4. There we go. That's what's up. <laughs> but I I do want right, to start say, a new Patreon for me just to get a PS4. Start I out. say we start we start a I community though. Me. Like in the world we start mm -hmm. a, a faction oh. like you said. Anybody that's a listener of the show that wants to join exactly, our that's community. what I was saying cuz like 
anyone that comes in and we we have them as friends and Hardly they work survivors. together. Uh, they can do that. If they turn on us, we have everybody to turn on them. You kill them, and then they run go. off and do their own thing. Hardly like, survivors. It'd be so cool. And that's part of the new thing is customization is you can go out and you can kill people, get all this stuff, you know, trade. You go back to the vault and you, you build it up how you want it. Like, we could build it with the skulls of our enemies or make it look like a 50s <laughs> retro diner. Like, Good lord. I like, I like a mashup of both. Or we could go out and build our own settlement on the top of a mountain or at the at the, the foot of a nuclear reactor. That's amazing, Because that's a new thing, too. I'm is, down, man. Is if your faction is feuding with another faction, you go raid the nuclear reactors, you get the codes, and you can nuke the world and wipe out sections of the world where uh, the other players uh, are. Like, <laughs> destroy their entire encampment. Oh. So at, and at then they gotta point, retaliate, retaliate against so you. So at any point in the game when you're playing, a nuke could drop right out of the sky and kill you. I mean, you probably because there's, hear it there's, coming. Because yeah. King Janun is on the other side of the world just being a dick. He has all his top yeah. hackers. Oh. Who's gonna be our Dennis Rodman? <laughs> Anthony. Jeremy, Ron I say Jeremy? we just get Dennis Rodman to play. <laughs> Who's yeah, Jeremy? Jeremy? Ron Jeremy? Is that what you said? <laughs> Dennis Rod, <laughs> Dennis Rodman, Jeremy, Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so dude, I'm down, man. Fallout yeah. 76 sounds amazing. I'm gonna That'd have to go awesome. pick up four again and play around with that. I really. Oh, four, yeah, four that, is you, great. You too. made me want to play four, so that's what I will say. I'm four, definitely gonna have to check out four. Four is definitely the most narrative-driven one. I, I will admit, it's the least open. Like, really? basically, if you follow the story, it's gonna go only really one direction. It was a lot less like Fallout Three, where if you said, oh, so you know, become a boy band, is what, is what you're ex- exactly. You have to find <laughs> uh, the the vaguely foreign-looking one, and then three other non-threatening kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> With no. those with soft core rap skills, <laughs> soft core rap. Um, <laughs> I love you, mom. The one just has to wear a beanie. That's it. Only requirement. Like Fallout Three, if you said screw you to a character, yeah, you could literally turn around, and shoot them, and it would cut your storyline off. Like, not the main story, but I mean, yeah. you could mess things up if if you wanted. Four kind of you couldn't screw it up. You had to go to the conclusion. It's about navigating but you through that But it had branches. World, right. Like, you could turn on this guy and don't join them, or if you join them, they hated you, that sort of thing. Okay. But it is amazing to fall, to play through, and you could literally play as a different kind of character numerous times. Like nice. You, like, if you wanted to be a barbarian-type character, you could actually find the, the their comic book barbarian Grognak. Uh, you find his comic books, which which actually increases your melee skill. <laughs> but later on, you can find an old costume and dresses him and find an axe and pretend to be Bugrognak the Barbarian <laughs> and murder people. That's pretty sweet. Like you can play, play a different way each time, but I, I highly Damn. recommend Fallout 4 if you haven't done it already, because it'll definitely get you ready for, for 76. And 76 comes out July, right? It's 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 out here in July? No, I Next I month? Year, right? No, no I, I heard November, guys. November... Who's got the release in? We've watched so many release trailers. That's the problem now. We're like, every game's coming out every time now. I don't know. Except it's more awesome. Than I'm looking it up. All right. Well, you guys are looking it up. I just want to state that there was something shown at E3 that I that you guys completely overlooked. What's that? Oh, is it coming out on seven six? That would be clever. Sorry. See, I feel like it is. Skyrim. Well, no, not Sky. Well, yes. Oh, Elder, Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> I was so like four. pissed at that teaser. I hate Wait. when they do. Tr- I hate when they do tr- teasers that are real footage. Whoa! 
John yep. didn't hear that. <laughs> no. And then they they did they did release another version of Skyrim, which another version. It's uh, Elder Scrolls Mobile. No, right? it's Blades. no, they, that's no, that's a different game. They're they because oh. they have Elder Scrolls Skyrim remastered for now the PlayStation Four and Xbox One and Wii. So is this Skyrim Switch Hyper Turbo? It's for the Pardon? Alexa. It's November fourteenth. You're right. Alexa. Yeah. It's yep. available for pre-order June fifteenth. How do you play a game through Alexa? I don't know, but but Keenan, is it like but, the old text Keegan adventures? Ke- uh, but uh, the guy from <laughs> Alexa, it, makes me, it makes me want to play. It but, makes me want to play uh, uh, Oregon Trail through Alexa. But no, no, no. It, it play, the, uh, Keenan have- does, Keenan Peel, the, the uh, one guy, uh, does a mini trailer with it for Alexa, and it shows him playing. He's like, "How many health potions do I have? You have one. I want to drink it now." Like really? So it's like D and D. It's like D and D. Literally Alexa. playing D and D, and Alexa's your DM. Yep. Johnny, did you? <laughs> this is completely off topic, but it made me think of this. Have Have you ever watched HomestarRunner.com? Those old cartoons. I think so. The ones with strong bad. Yes. Okay. Yes, a long, long time ago. They actually had on their site. It was an old spoof of those. Those like old 2d like you walk around you have to get a key and then like it was like really pixelated kind of dungeon crawlers they did one for yeah. for that one called trogdor and it made me think of that where it, they did it on purpose how goofy like what you had to do you know how those old games is like you combine the rock with the feather and now you have a, a magical amulet that makes the troll speak backward you know nothing makes any sense it's just that's how you had to beat the game like right. I just kept picturing that in that scenario. Like oh, Alexa, great. pick up the rock. Do you want to combine the rock? Dwayne Johnson says that's no. just strange. I don't know because that's the that's the next step. Is that you're just gonna do D and D with rock Alexa no as nothing. your DM, where there's already preloaded you know adventures that sh- it can be kind of go however you go throughout the story. Uh, Alexa, do you smell what the rock is? <laughs> <laughs> or, no, rock. You know I have no olfactory senses. <laughs> in the future that's what it'll be it'll be you'll play a game with alexa but she uh has an ai so she's like the dungeon master she that's what i'm saying it's gonna get fucking crazy say, dude yeah. crazy crazy <laughs> all right anything else on e3 last thoughts on this before we end the show guys where's mortal kombat <laughs> you heard it. Leave it at that. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I want to know. I, there's just certain characters I want to know if they're there. I want to see if they are going super dark with this Mortal Kombat. Like, I'm hyped for MK and it didn't show up. Brand's like, I came here for a good time and I'm feeling attacked. Unless they really are doing the big surprise, we're getting Mortal Kombat versus Injustice. That would be. I don't sweet. know how you guys would really enjoy that game. I would love it. I'd be down. I voice my opinion. Isn't this? Isn't the same? Uh, yeah. Yep. Publisher or whatever doing it. It's yep. not only that; they're in the same canon universe. Yep. Uh, the old game MK versus DC. Yep. They still mention it in Injustice Two when you play as Raiden and Sub Zero. Yep. Like certain interactions, like Sub Zero be like, "Do you remember me?" And they're like, "I don't yep. know what you're talking about, dude." It's because they they went to the other DC universe. Yeah. But, MK versus DC is technically Mortal Kombat 8, 7, 7 or 8. Like, it's a legit canon game. Yeah. So they can make another crossover. I think it's going to happen, especially with the with the popularity of Injustice 2. Um, 
I mean, and the, and the mechanics are just getting better and better. These fight fight sequences are getting better and better. So I think we'll see it. It may be. Maybe that's why they're holding out, but it also yeah. might be because they're just not doing anything with it right now. Well, quick question to Johnny. What, are the about, what about the rumor, again, that they, they're holding back on Mortal Kombat because they want to put Sub-Zero on Smash Brothers, but it's also a big, huge announcement. Like, rumors are that NetherRealm's finally bringing it back to Nintendo. Like, Nintendo will get a Mortal Kombat game. That would be interesting. I, <laughs> I think it's Switch possible. can handle it. Mm-hmm. I think it's well, it's not about Switch handling. It's about if Nintendo would want it. Yeah. Nintendo has been, you know, throughout their past, very much uh, anti-blood type of... I mean, that's why on a Super Nintendo, that version never didn't have blood in it because it was a Nintendo product. But if you yeah. got the Sega Genesis one, it was all just covered in blood. So... Uh, but um, they're trying to be a little more grown up with the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they released Doom for it, or they're going to. So uh, if they're going to do something like that, I can totally see it happening. And if they definitely want to show that they are more grown up, uh, i.e. want to have a violent game, I mean, that just screams Mortal Kombat to me. Literally. The game screams <laughs> Mortal Kombat! I just, I, I don't know. I think Nintendo, if they want to move forward, they have to get out of that shadow of we do our own thing. I don't think it's going to happen though because they have that mar- that market cornered and there's always going to be fans that go to that. And, well, and to be fair, the Switch sold like gangbusters. I mean, they got I mean, it's one of the mm-hmm. best-selling yeah. quickest-selling systems ever. Well, uh, so they're they're doing something right. Also, me and Trevor have this uh, theory and it's that um you know, as graphics get better and better, I mean, we were just talking about it on Last of Us 2 yeah. where they look so realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go back and look at a PlayStation One game in which the graphics are trying to be realistic, like Medal of Honor, yeah, that's a game I'm going to use for example. It looks very rough now, yeah, I mean, by today's standards, <laughs> it looks crazy rough. But, that, but back then, it was like, oh my gosh, this is like the most realistic thing I've ever seen. Yep. yep. But now it's like, man, this looks pretty rough. However, you can go back and play uh, like Mario Three, and it still looks as great as the first day you played it because it's a stylized game. It's got a certain mm-hmm. style to it, so that style is going to stay. It's not. It doesn't need to be. So, if if we keep improving systems, and it's kind of hard for me to see how we can get even better than we are now, but I'm going to assume we are. Realistic games that we get now might not look that great five years from now. True. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. True. So I, I don't know. That's so very... maybe Nintendo kind of thinks, hey, if we keep making these, uh, these games our own way, right? They're just they're still going to stick around. Timeless. To be timeless years from now, because all their other games are if. I mean, if you want to be honest, they're pretty timeless. Yeah, it's true. You can still go back and play Super Mario Brothers 3 and not be like, yeah. look, turn this off. Yeah. Look at the graphics. I guess my yep. my only uh, my only feedback for that would be to say, why can't they do both? I mean, maybe that's their whole thing. They it's can like, do, they we can could do easily both. just yeah. pay to, to be like, yeah, sure, we'll put Mortal Kombat on there. And then they don't have to... St- like get rid of their family-friendly stuff. I, I don't know. But that's well, really Nintendo weird. also... Nintendo also has a reputation. They haven't. They've had this ever since the NES, the original NES, mm-hmm. uh, that they want to control everything that comes out on their system. Like even if, uh, I mean, they notoriously in the Nintendo days, like you had to go through their system if you want to put a game out on their system. Yeah. No matter what, like they had to have complete control over it for the most part. And if you didn't jive with that, then you just weren't going to release a game on their system. And it was the number one system. If you were going to put out a video game, it had to come out on that system. So hmm. uh, they've kind of kept that mentality, it seems to me, 
throughout that, and that's yeah. both good and bad. That's both to their detriment and also to their success. So, because there there are quite a few franchises that are multi platform and probably will be that way forever. Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't see why Nintendo wouldn't be all up on it unless, like you said, it it sort of tarnishes their image of. They don't want to throw a bunch of blood and guts out there because yeah. they might be like, listen, can you tone it down? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, that's when you release the Nintendo Adult Switch. And that's... <laughs> oh, I just rubbed Jeremy holding it. <laughs> it's just got one big joystick right in the middle <laughs> and two big buttons underneath. That's right. And you got to unzip it to open it. What are you unzipping? The Switch. The adult Switch. And on that note, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Hardly Awesome Podcast, another week of our podcast. J- Johnny Townsend, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, make sure you follow him on Instagram at johnnyism28. Uh, also, his other podcast, Retro Blist. He's also on History Creeps and Johnny Townsend's Horrid Movie Reviews. They're all on our network, BICP-radio.com. Real quick, my ver- uh, my brand new podcast is coming out soon, and it's called Will Anthony Pull His Pants Off? <laughs> the world will never Spoiler know. alert, no. <laughs> uh, so thanks again, guys, for listening. Johnny, thanks for joining us again and lending your expertise. For Brandon Fuller, for Anthony Mullen, this is Chris Chavez. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.